0: Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast for beauty lovers by beauty lovers. I am your host, bestselling author weird, still weird saying that and it's been like a minute. Best-selling author and beauty enthusiast Lindsay Kelk. I am so happy to be here talking to you about beauty today. Anyone who has never listened to this before and randomly this podcast has popped up, um, probably just turned off. I promise I won't sing again. I won't sing again. Um, but I did have to pop in and say hello because I I have been on such a big beauty kick lately. You know how things come and go, and sometimes you are so invested in something and then you're not for a long, long time, and it's hard to muster up the enthusiasm. I'm not saying it's hard to muster up the enthusiasm to talk to you. It's always a delight to talk to my beauty pals. But I've been so busy, as you all know, Harry has been (laughs) incredibly busy for some time, Um, but I've also been really busy lately. Uh, Things I'll be able to talk to you about a little bit more at the end of the episode, some things I'm not able to talk to you about yet, but surely will very soon. Um, That Beauty just ended up being the thing that we had to knock on the head for a while, and even though every couple of weeks, sort of the conversation pops up in my head saying, I should record some episodes of full coverage, I really miss talking about it, there just hasn't been time. So what I'm doing today, quite frankly, between you and I, a meeting got cancelled, so i made the time. Um, I could have been using this time to lay in the garden with a book and a cat, but I chose to come here and talk to you about beauty instead. Now my plan is for three new episodes, a minimum of three new episodes, to run this summer, Uh, over the next couple of weeks. This episode is going to be all about products that have stood the test of time in my routine. Um, next episode will be about new products that I'm really impressed with and the third episode can you even believe it will be about what I'm taking on tour it's tour time it's book tour time people so the third episode will be all about tour that's always one of my favorite episodes to record every year and um, I'm getting better at sticking to what I tell you (laughs) so it's more an episode about holding myself accountable than anything else feel free not to listen to it it's, it's mostly for me but I do appreciate it and I know sometimes when some of you come to the book tours, we get to chat about those things, so that's always nice. But today's episode is all about products that I have realised have been in my routine, or in my makeup bag, in my bathroom cabinet for time. Uh, Possibly repurchased, something I've gone away from and come back to... And this, to me, is one of the more interesting sides of beauty at the moment because, you know, for a while there were so many new launches and there was no way to stay on top of it all. And it truly got exhausting. It truly got to the point where I just could not open Instagram and see one more eyeshadow palette, one more concealer. Um, Everyone's doing a liquid blush, blush or a cream blush this season. Like, there are thousands of them. I open Sephora or I open all my emails and I get the press releases. And it's like, oh, the Makeup by Mario new cream blush. That looks interesting. Like, oh, um, NARS are doing a new blush. That's interesting. And it just, it never stops. You cannot stay on top of it. You cannot possibly try them all. And um, I don't want to anymore. I think there's been a big pushback in my brain against consumerism. Um, and the idea of hoarding. I've done a lot of beauty clear outs lately. My makeup collection has got to be like a third of what it once was. I'm really trying not to just hold onto things that I do not use and um, that don't add value to being in my possession. And that's not easy as a hoarder, as a childhood collector, that is really not easy. Um, So that's really what I wanted to focus on today is the stuff that I have just been using for a very long time. And I thought I would start in the shower, not literally, although I did just shower, so I am clean, just so you know, um, and look at what products I I keep coming back to because I am not loyal in the slightest when it comes to shower stuff. I will... Sniff a shower gel in Target and buy it. I, I don't really care to come back to things. It's not somewhere where I want to spend a lot of money in the shower, uh, but there are certain things I realize that I've been buying over and over, more so in the hair care region. Um, but shower gel, I will say, and I've gone through three bottles of this, and one of them I bought myself, and then the other two uh, gels, there's some parrots going by outside, if you want to enjoy that. <laughs> Coming to you live from LA, a bunch of parrots just flew past. Um, yeah, I bought one bottle myself because I was just... I, I was influenced and I was curious about the brand. And then I I got t- two bottles for Christmas, which was exciting and a throwback to getting smellies. Um, and I'm nearly out of the third bottle and I'm really on the fence about whether or not I'm going to buy another one or wait for some kind of summer sale or wait for my birthday. I haven't decided. I haven't decided. But it's the Necessaire Eucalyptus Shower Gel. I am obsessed with this stuff. Like, it just... It's so spa, it's untrue. Like the second I squirt it onto my shower puff, I feel like I'm in the spa and it just gives me such a sense of joy. And let's be real, joy can be lacking in this modern world. So get it where you can, get it when you can find it. Um, And just, it's such a simple thing, having a shower gel that uplifts your mood. I haven't got any at the moment, but honestly... Um, if I had access to it and I don't in the US, which is heartbreaking, the other shower gel that I always buy and I will be buying by the bucket load when I come back to England on the book tour is the Radox green shower gel. I know every time I mention Radox to anyone cause I love the bubble bath too, the green bubble bath and the green shower gel. They are just such nostalgia scents to me. They make me so happy and people will say, oh my God, they're so drying, they're so disgusting. How can you use them? And I'm like, my answer is with pleasure. With, with absolute pleasure. I love those smells and the Radox is a lot cheaper than the Necessaire which is not Necessaire um, at all really. <laughs> it's just a fancy shower gel but I think it's really important to put those little bursts of joy in your life wherever you can. So Necessaire shower gel uh, and yeah the Radox shower gel and bubble bath are definitely things that have lasted a long time with me. The other thing that keeps coming back which I'm not surprised that at all is the Overtone pink conditioner. My hair still has a pink tint. Uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know, my hair is bleached to within an inch of its life. We bleach it all the way up to white. Uh, and then my amazing colorist, Emily Blair, uh, who actually someone else I've been keeping for a while. I've been working with Emily for two years now, more than two years. Emily's incredible. She's a colorist in LA. Uh, EmilyBlairHair.com. Go check her out. Um, or on Instagram, Blair Hair Project. Uh, but yeah Emily's incredible and she gives me the most beautiful pink tint um, which then fades off to this really gorgeous milkshakey blonde with a little hint of pink in it Uh, and the way I keep that up mostly is to use overtone Um, but my trick because I don't really love their pastel pink everyday conditioner it doesn't really do anything so my trick has been to buy the vibrant I think they do three levels of pastel vibrant and extreme and I buy the middle level Uh, Pink and I dilute it into a conditioner that I really like and use it that way and the conditioner that I really like That again, I think I'm on my third bottle of this now and Jeff uses it too is the ordinary Conditioner it is so cheap. It's so inexpensive It's fantastic. I don't I know I do understand it. It's not witchcraft I talked to the man that formulated it and he explained it all but I don't get it because science is hard But whatever it is, it's doing it. It's giving science. It's giving witchcraft. The conditioner is conditioning. And I absolutely love it. And if you haven't tried it, I urge you to. I know so many people have. So many people message me to say they would given it a go and that they loved it. And yeah, that ordinary conditioner. Do not miss the boat on that. If they discontinue it, I will weep. I will cry because it is one of the most inexpensive things in my bathroom. As someone with bleached hair. The other things that I use routinely and have rebought and don't really want to talk about because they're so expensive is Olaplex and uh, K18. <laughs> but I use both of those things as well to maintain my bleached hair. But that ordinary conditioner, what a bad boy. I just would not want to be without it. K18 in particular has, has been amazing. And I think when I first started talking about that, when we first mentioned it on the podcast, it was very, very new. My um, salon gave it to me to try and um, it is remarkable if you have damaged hair at all it is genuinely remarkable Um, and I, I can't recommend it enough but it is not an inexpensive product so it is a considered buy obviously if you're doing something like bleaching your hair that's an expensive thing to do anyway because the upkeep is a lot So it's something to factor into that, but I don't think my hair would be in anywhere near as good a condition without Olaplex and without K18. You don't use them both at the same time. K18 I use sort of right after I've had it bleached as a rescue remedy. And then Olaplex is something I use more frequently as a uh, sort of weekly G up, if you will, like, come on hair, sort yourself out. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm definitely reusing in the shower for skincare. I don't think anyone will be shocked to know that I am, my, I am on my umpteenth. I, like, I genuinely can't tell you because it's been more than 10 years that I've been using it. It's all 10 years, however long it is since it came out, because I still remember the PR giving me a jar of it um, before it had come out and saying, try this. If your skin is irritated, you'll love this. And it is the Elemis cleansing balm, the Elemis cleansing balm. We all know I'm the world's biggest fan, I stock up any time there's a sale. I love buying the holiday sets that they put out, the seasonal sets with the different um, scents in there. Really come around to the Neroli version that they did, and I don't know if you can still get it. was never a big fan of the rose, um, but I'm not really a big rose gal. Um, But it's the original for me. It's the original that just... Feels like that luxury spa cleansing experience, nothing takes my makeup off like the Elemis Cleansing Balm, nothing leaves my skin as soft and as happy, takes out my eye makeup, takes off everything and it makes me so, so happy. I absolutely adore that as a first cleanse. Second cleanse, maybe we'll talk about on the next episode, I've been trying some new stuff and I've been pretty pleased with it. Um, Although I do still have the Elemis Cleansing Gel also, which I frequently use as a second cleanse or a first cleanse in the morning. Um, but yeah, of all the Elemis products I've used for a million years, and I really have been using Elemis for a very long time, ever since I started doing beauty blogs, um, beauty journalism back in 2007, oh God. Um, that's the one that I, I still use all the time. Like I come and go with collagen marine cream. Uh, I come and go with the dynamic resurfacing pads, although they are fantastic. They're just not an inexpensive option. And I think there are cheaper things that are probably almost as good, maybe not as good. They are still top tier to me. Um, but of all the elements things that come and go in my routine, the cleansing balm, is always there. It's a non-negotiable. And I've tried every other one. I've tried so many other cleansing balms. uh, And I just always come back to it. Something else I have come back to. And this is recent. I came back to this about six months ago. I came back to it when I was in the UK last year. Um, So actually it was November. It's a million years ago, isn't it? Um, And this is something I used to use years ago and haven't thought about it in, gosh, maybe a decade and I got a little travel size of it while I was in the UK and I was just shocked at how much I loved it and it went straight back into my routine and it's been there ever since. And that is the Estee Lauder Advanced Night Repair Eye Supercharged Gel Cream. Now, Advanced Night Repair is like the Mac Daddy, Daddy Mac of serums, isn't it, right? So it's been around forever. I feel like when it launched, none of us really knew what it was, but we were like, sure, go off essay Lauder, chuck it in, a little brown bottle, put it on at night, fantastic, under moisturizer, gotcha. Um, it's actually an incredible all-round supercharged hydrating serum that you can use day or night. The name I don't think has helped it. Um, because it's under your, your moisturiser, so like it's not going to hurt you to use it in the daytime. I've known people who have been like, well, can you even use it in a daytime? I'm like, yeah, what do you think it's going to do? Um, but I love Advanced Night Repair. Um, again, that's something I come and go with. Like If I have it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Or if I sometimes I'll see it in duty-free on a, a deal and be like, oh, my God, yeah, I should get that. And my skin loves it every time. But I just forget about it because... I don't know, I say a lot of keep forgetting to make it sexy uh, and to remind us that it exists. But the night, um, Advanced Night Repair, I supercharge gel cream I'm obsessed with. And I use this day and night. It is fantastic for under makeup. So daytime is actually a brilliant time to use it because it is just lightweight. It absorbs really quickly. I find it very plumping, very hydrating, it's not heavy, it doesn't clog, it doesn't cause puffiness. You can put it in the fridge in summer and apply it straight out of the fridge and it's so cooling and wonderful. Um, The texture is gorgeous. One of the things, and I will always love it for this, but one of the things that I always think about every time I pick it up is um, when my mum was poorly, uh, when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, She was going through treatment and her skin was so irritated and she'd always had irritated skin, she always had eczema, she always was really very dry and she could use next to nothing without it just really causing her problems but her skin was so sore and she was so frustrated and I gave her some of this um, gel cream, the Advanced Night Repair eye cream to just see if it would help at all. And she loved it so much, she started using it all over her face. (laughs) It made her so happy and her skin just really loved it and it just really accepted it straight away. Um, And I had to sort of sit down and be like, Janice, not for the the face, not for all over the face, Um, just for under the eyes. And uh, her response was, screw you, uh, I am going through treatment. I want it all over my face. And I said, let me go and buy you another 10 jars. Uh, Cause she was quite right. Whatever gets you through that difficult time. And she loved this um, and we went through loads of it. And that has always sort of been in the back of my mind whenever my skin is irritated or stressed out, I think, oh, this is gonna be the thing that's gonna help me out. Um, Cause I do get dryness under my eyes. Los Angeles where I live is very dry. It's a desert climate, there's no humidity. Um, I wear contact lenses. I suffer with hay fever and allergies. Um, so my eyes are frequently dry and that, then the skin gets dry around them because I'm rubbing my eyes or putting in eye drops. So keeping that area hydrated is very important to me. And this has been in my uh, bathroom since November. I've, I think I'm on my second jar. I think I just opened my second jar and I use it twice a day. So you use a tiny amount. It really is worth it. Uh, it really is fantastic and I love it. Another product that I told you about, uh, I think the last time we chatted, um, was the Ravella Brow Serum. And now I, I second what I said that time. I never thought I would be someone sat here saying to you buy a brow serum because they don't work. They're absolute nonsense. You have to stick with them forever. Uh, and I've never met one that does anything in my entire life until this one. Um, it's, it's exceptional. I don't know how it's working. I'm on my fourth tube. It is amazing. My brows have never been thicker, fuller and healthier. I've talked about this on this podcast a trillion times before but I suffer with anxiety and one of the way my anxiety manifests is um, very mild and I don't like to say OCD because it's not a debilitating uh, situation for me but it is i obsessively rub out my eyebrows and that's a, that's a thing some people pull out their hair some people pull out eyelashes i rub my eyebrows until they come out um and they get really sore and it's it's ridiculous it's not ridiculous it's mental health mental health is not ridiculous if you're doing something like that you're suffering with anxiety or there is an underlying problem and please speak to a healthcare professional because they can help you it's not normal you shouldn't have to ever be a, in in discomfort or so anxious that you're doing something to yourself um psa over but i've never really found anything that worked to help grow my eyebrows back um until this ravella serum um it's r-e-v-e-l-a and it is utterly fantastic um i i don't know they they i went to um a a discussion about it i went to a presentation and the the ai is involved and you know we're down we're down on ai in general apart from in this case and it's that's how they model their formula they they put everything into a a program that they've designed themselves and they work out exactly which molecules which ingredients what is going to target um the regrowth of a dormant hair cell the best And I can't argue with them because this one has worked. Uh, My eyebrows are really thick. They're really full. The hairs grow longer They stay longer. The cycle is longer. So they look thicker and fuller for longer and I'm just obsessed with it so Someone asked me the other day what I've done to my eyebrows. They're like, oh, have you had the microbladed? I'm like, well, no, madam, I have not. These are my natural eyebrows uh, with just a little tidying from something else that I use all the time. that I probably ought to wait till makeup, but the uh, Hourglass Micro Arch Pencil. Um, But yeah, I I can't recommend it enough. And again, not super inexpensive. It's about $90 a tube, but a tube will last you two to three months, I want to say. When I was first using it, I was whacking it on all the time. Um, Now that my eyebrows are back thicker and fuller and I'm managing to keep my hands off them, I'm working really hard at keeping my hands to myself, um, I use it less frequently, so every couple of days maybe, just to keep it sort of ticking over. But it's fantastic and I love it. Let's take a quick break very quick so quick so quick you'll barely notice it because sometimes they actually don't put an ad in you just hear the ad sound and then they don't play one so (laughs) we'll take a quick break and i'll be right back and we'll get into the makeup bag Like me, in a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. You Welcome back to Full Coverage. I am your host, Lindsay Kelk. In case you've forgotten, in the last four seconds when you hit the fast forward button. I know you did, because I do it too. It's totally fine. Um, So one of the things I think, when when I think about makeup these days and I look at all the new things coming out, I think, wow, that looks great, but I'm buying it because someone has said it is brilliant the first time they used it or I watched someone use it on TikTok um, and it looked incredible on them, but I don't know what it looked like at the end of the day or I don't know how they still feel about it a week later, a month later, or, you know, I saw it on trend mood and and got an immediate dopamine hit of like, must have this, must have this. But what I really, really want to know, I'm 42, I'm not a kid, like I'm thinking about where I'm spending my money, time, time moves so fast for me these days, I think when I was 20, and I didn't, you know, time lasted forever, can you remember how long summer used to be when you were like 16, and how long a school year felt or a uni term felt? Buying something back then, buying makeup back then, it was like, well, I'm going to have this lipstick forever, but forever was six months. Um, and six months really, really felt like forever. Welcome to the I am old hour with Lindsay Kelk. Anyway, um, m- what I'm getting at now is if I buy something in January, it's August by the time I have blinked and I don't want to have stopped using it already. You know, I really want to know that I'm going to use this thing all the way down at this point or at least use it frequently or know that it's gonna do the thing that it says it's gonna do, because let's be honest, a lot of them don't. Uh, A lot of makeup, especially, especially the stuff you see on TikTok or the stuff that's super trendy for five seconds, it looks amazing when you put it on, but it doesn't last, or it's designed to be editorial, or I see these looks that look awesome on someone and I can't possibly achieve that with my limited skill or that it's just not going to wear over the course of the day. Like I got really back into colourful eyeshadow lately and wanting to do these gorgeous looks. I was super inspired by all of the looks at the Met Gala this year. I thought they all looked amazing. Um, And I did this sort of bright blue eye, uh, modelled on the Emma Chamberlain look that she did because I loved it. It was absolutely gorgeous. Very, very bright, vibrant blue with black eyeliner. It looked stunning. I did it at home, spent ages doing it, perfecting it. was so pleased with the results. Um, and then by the end of the day, I just look like I've been punched in both eyes, fully, like 100 percent, just blue and black. I mean, it looked cool, but did I want to leave the house in it? Absolutely not. Um, so I really want to know stuff that's going to work. And I really want to trust the things that I'm spending my hard earned money on because... That's another thing, you know, like makeup isn't cheap. And yes, I get sent some stuff, still get sent some stuff, which is lovely. Um, But you don't, well, you can, if you're dead fancy, request the things that you want, but I am not that person and I would not be that person. I think even when I was sort of, you know, doing a lot of beauty journalism and had a lot of friends in PR and knew a lot of people and I could say, hey, can you send me this? I very rarely would because I was very uncomfortable asking for things because, hi, I grew up working class in South Yorkshire, uh, and I don't <laughs> don't like asking for things. So if I love something, I'm going to go and buy it. I'm going to put my own money where my mouth is and purchase it. So with that in mind, looking at the things uh, that have stayed in my makeup bag for multiple years, that I've rebought that I just really love it's pretty limited it's not as many things as I would have anticipated I went through and had a look at everything I've been using lately and looked at everything that's a rebuy um and starting in let's start from the beginning so starting with primers um the biggie and I think we started talking about this like right at the beginning of full coverage Harry mentioned this way back when was the Bobbi Brown vitamin enriched face base and if you are looking for a primer to moisturize and hydrate and have a little bit of grip to it. I don't think it's been bettered. I genuinely don't think it's been bettered. Uh, Do I still miss the lube primer? That's the throwback to episode one. Yes, absolutely. I really, really miss the J1 jelly primer of of old. Um, But there are so many of those gel primers out now. There's the Hydro Grip from Milk. There's a bunch of different ones from Elf. We're going to talk about Elf a lot in the next episode Um, because they are killing it. Uh, but I, my, my skin is, is not dry, but it's dehydrated. So I'm always looking to put in that sort of very base moisturizer before I apply a foundation. Um, so that's definitely something that I keep around. I always use it before events. If I'm doing a book tour, if I've got to be on camera, I always use Bobby Brown, uh, vitamin rich face base because I just don't ever think it's been bettered and I love it and a newer addition But I did talk about this before I think and I, it's just worth mentioning it while we're talking about it is the eye base um, Which similarly if I'm doing an event, I will give it a go It's very rich if you've got greasy skin at all or you're doing a I think if you're doing like a lot of mascara or eyeliner under the eye I would be wary of using it because it could make it run a little bit But if you've got dry under eyes It's incredible um, so vitamin enriched eye base, vitamin enriched face base. Bangers, Bobby Brown, bangers. Moving on to uh, foundation and concealer. Now, this is somewhere where I flit around a lot, but I keep finding myself back at the same place. And I have rebought all of these recently. They were big rebuys um, that I purchased during this year's Sephora sale because I knew that I wanted them. I re-upped my Armani Luminous Silk which I hadn't bought in a while and I'm just so happy to have it back and I use it all the time. It's a classic for a reason. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's so glowy. It's so pretty. It's buildable. You can powder it down to a more velvety matte finish. You can leave it to glow all on its own. It's stunning. It's stunning and it's a classic for a reason. So definitely Armani Luminous Silk. Um, And then the two others that I have all the time that I reach for all the time. And I mean, honestly, oh God, I've got thousands of foundations, but I'm like, mm, do I want to talk about Charlotte Tilbury Light Wonder? I'm like, and I do and I don't, because I will reach for that, use it a couple of times and then not touch it again for months. Um, I don't, it's just, it, it, maybe, maybe it's too glowy for me. I, I have a tendency to get oily in my T-zone, even though I'm dehydrated, I'm not super dry, I'm sort of combination. Uh, so I, I, I'll, talk, I'll come and go with Light Wonder. It's a nice everyday foundation, but then I think it's too expensive for an everyday foundation and that there are much better much not better, more affordable drugstore options that do the same thing these days. No offence, Charlotte Tilbury Light Wonder, if it's in your budget, great everyday foundation. But the two that I come back to over and over, and that these will be the two foundations that I bring with me on tour, uh, it's the Dior Forever Glow and Dior Forever Matte. They have reformulated them. They are not the same. I am devastated. <laughs> I, I really think the original formulations were better. I'm a little bit heartbroken that they changed them, but they're still fantastic foundations. The shade range is pretty great. Um, they, I wear zero nude, I believe, a zero N neutral, sorry, zero neutral, um, but it is a zero zero N now, which is fantastic because way back when Dior did not do a shade pale enough for me at all. And I know that their darker skin range was Sadly lacking, sadly lacking. And I know there's been so much upheaval lately with brands uh, discontinuing shade ranges for darker skins. Longcomb, I'm looking at you. Uh, and especially that just seems so messed up at a time when brands are trying so much harder, like right at the bottom at drugstore, all the way up. I mean even Hourglass, and Hourglass had the worst reputation for so long. And even Hourglass now has realized that they need to cater to darker skin tones, thank God. And that's well overdue. Uh, but how Longcom can be just discontinuing shades is is beyond me. Um anyway Back to a product that I love, and that is the Dior uh, Matte and Glow Foundations. Harry is the monster that told me the best thing to do was to mix the two. So if I'm doing sort of an everyday, I will do one pump of each and apply it either with a flat top brush or a beauty blender or my fingers. You really can't go wrong with it. It's such a beautiful formulation. Melts into skin, lasts, lasts beautifully. Um, If I'm doing the Glow, which would be more of an everyday, I'll probably powder the T-zone just to take it down a little bit, if I'm doing the matte, um, that's usually for more of a nighttime look for me, or if I need it to last longer, or if I'm doing an event, um, and then you know, I don't need to powder that to get a beautiful finish, um, but I will powder it if I want it to last longer, if I just want it to set, um, and likewise the corresponding concealers to those uh, products, I, I have rebought multiple times. The Armani Luminous Silk Concealer I think is slept on. I think it doesn't get as much love as it deserves. It's an absolutely gorgeous real skin concealer. It is amazing for under eyes. It brightens. It color corrects. It's stunning. Um, I really like it to brighten up the skin, sort of chin, t-zone, all of that. I will quite often just use that on its own. Um, if I'm just having a lazy day and I don't want to do a full face but I just want to brighten and color correct. Love the Armani Luminous Silk Concealer. Um, The Dior Forever Skin Concealer is next level. It's fantastic, you could very easily, if I'm traveling and I'm going away for a weekend or just for a few days, I can just take that. I won't even take a foundation with me. I will just take the concealer. Um, You can mix it into your moisturizer or just sheer it out for a very light everyday look, or you can use it a little bit, build it up a bit more for a, a more thorough look. And it never looks too cakey, it never looks too much. I just think it is an exceptional concealer. My issue with the Dior Forever Skin Concealer is the bloody packaging, which is just a mess. If anyone can tell me how to have that tube in my life without just foundation all over foundation, concealer leaking all out of it, and I have to take it out and clean it out like once a a week, if I'm using it a lot, once a week, once a month and you lose so much product. And I—that that is the one thing that makes me mad about it and that keeps me looking for other concealers. Honestly, sort it out, Dior. It is disgraceful. It is such a waste, it makes me so mad. The other concealer that I have with me all the time, and this is my number one pick for concealing blemishes or discoloration or something that I really want to cover up and that is the NARS Soft Matte. And again, it's been out, feels like it's been out forever now and I don't know another pot concealer That is as good. Pot concealers were really hot for like a minute. And then most people don't do them anymore. You don't see as many pot cream concealers. So NARS continues to kill the game. Uh, They're winning. They're winning, aren't they? Because (laughs) they're the best ones doing it. Again, I believe Elf is doing one. That will be something to uh, look at in the next episode to chat about. Maybe we need to do a full Elf episode. Uh, Message me on Instagram at lindsaykelk or Twitter, at Lindsay Kelk, um, if you want to see a full Elf review episode, because truly, just smashing it. Smashing it. Um, on to blush. Now, there is really only one blush that I have been loyal to for a bazillion years, and remain loyal to forever and ever, and if again, if they discontinue it, I don't know what I'll do, but I do, because I've got four, I think, <laughs> backed up, that I've bought on different sales, just to make sure I always have it, and that is the Hourglass Ambient Light Blush. I can't live without it. I don't want to live without it. It is beautiful. It is my perfect blush shade. The finish is gorgeous. It lasts because it's a powder, but it's it's not a um, drying powder at all. It is luminous. It is lighting. It gives real skin. It gives a flush. It makes the light bounce so beautifully off your face. And I have a real love hate relationship with the ambient powders from L- Hourglass. Because the blushes I just always, always, always love, and every time I blush, every time I blush the brush, I brush the blush onto my cheeks, I just think, I wish I could have this finish over my whole face, but none of the actual skin finishing powders do that for me, and I don't know if it's just a shade issue, maybe I'm being too heavy-handed, I don't know, maybe I am incorrect and I don't actually want that finish over my whole face, I just think that I do. But I am obsessed with those blushes. They are just so beautiful. And every year it is now just a fight for me to not buy the Christmas palettes. Even though I've bought them like four or five different times. And I think maybe one of them uh, was right for me. And I believe that was the one that I dropped. And I've never forgiven myself. Never forgiven myself. Um, But yeah, that blush, the Hourglass Ambient Blush. Oh, what a babe. What an absolute babe. Don't want to be without it. Couldn't be without it. It is my absolute staple. I could do it in the dark. I could do it with my eyes closed. I just know exactly how much I want, where I want it and it's, 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 I'm just making noises. I'm just making noises. That's how much I love it. It's fantastic. The weirdest thing is that I don't really wear highlight anymore. I'm gonna let that settle. I, can't remember the last time I actively put on, like, a highlighting powder in the sense of a sexy robot strobe. Um, it was very of its time, wasn't it? I do see it coming back sometimes when I get really excited about it. And I'll sometimes do it to go out, or I'll sometimes do it if I'm doing an event. Um, but my base is definitely more, leans more natural these days, or at least pretending to. Um, So the one highlighting product I would say that I use a lot, there's two actually because they're practically the same and just one is a lot more expensive, Um, it's the Ciate Dewy Skin Stick and the Chanel Balm Essential. Uh, Very similar products, just a gorgeous creamy balm that brings light to the skin, tiniest hint of shimmer, something really shimmer, it's just it's, it's, it's sparkle but without being chunks of glitter, it just sort of makes the skin glow, it catches the light. They're absolutely stunning. Uh, if you're putting them on over powders, powder blush particularly, I think you've got to be really careful to not dislodge the product underneath. Um, in which case I would say just tap it on really lightly with fingers. But man alive is it beautiful. Um, and they're both fantastic. Ciate, uh, maybe it's a little bit of a stiffer formula than the Chanel, the Chanel I feel like you can warm it up with your finger really easily into almost a liquid and tap it in, whereas the Ciate it's a little bit more, not waxy, but just like a little bit of a more firm formula, um, but they're both gorgeous, and I love them both, love them both. Uh, moving on to eyes. Moving on to eyes. I don't know why I'm finishing at lips because it's entirely pointless, isn't it? Because you know exactly what I'm going to say. But moving on to eyes. Eyebrows, as I mentioned, Hourglass Micro Arch, uh, pencil in platinum. I keep trying new eye pencils. I keep trying new eyebrow pencils all the time. I ordered a bunch of them off YesStyle thinking that I could get some Korean uh, and maybe Japanese formulas that would be ashy. I even got some grey shades trying to get that to work because finding an ashy Eyebrow pencil that is light enough for someone who is naturally blonde is so hard. I don't want any warmth in it. It can't be dark at all because of my my hair is is bleached platinum blonde, but my eyebrows are naturally very, very, very light ashy blonde. Um they're not that pale blonde, they're ashy. They have got like a greyness to them. There is colour in them, but it is it is so cool-toned and completely ashy. Um, that any warmth in there at all just looks orange and it looks ridiculous and I keep trying and it is so hard Uh, so I keep going back to the hourglass pencil never lets me down Um, and I think I might just have to I might just have to accept that that's where I live now that's where I live forever stop buying other pencils it's just ridiculous they don't help um I primers um I have been using the urban decay primer potion again a lot lately Talk about a throwback. Urban Decay Primer Potion or Fenty Eyeshadow Primer. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with either of them. I saw someone on TikTok uh, using the Urban Decay Primer Potion recently and she'd never heard of it and it was brand new to her. And part of me was like, love this for you. Hate this for me. Uh, I feel like a decrepit old hag. Um, She was trying to explain what it was and she'd never heard of her eyeshadow primer and she was a very successful or had a lot of followers beauty influencer and I I crawled into a corner and died but it reminded me how much I love it and I have been using it sort of all the time ever since um four shadows themselves would you believe I'm using nude dip a lot (laughs) like I'm still all about my nude dip I you'll pry that palette out of my cold dead hands like you, I will fight to the death. That will be my gladiator moment. I'll be in the Coliseum, there'll be me, there'll be a lion, and then there'll be just a box of new dip palettes behind him, and I will take that lion out. I won't kill him, because I think we'll come to an understanding. I might slap him a little bit until he sits down. I'll give him, like, a bad dog newspaper on the nose, um, but then throw some dreamies across the Coliseum, and he'll run after the dreamies, because they're way more delicious than me. I would be stringy and disgusting. Um, I'm full of Skittles and round cheese fruit fruit gums. Who wants that? Mr. Lion doesn't want that. He can have a bag full of dreamies. Uh, And then I'll just get to the new dips and run away. But I I don't know a better palette. Tell me a better palette. I've tried. I've got so many. There are a couple of new ones that I am going to talk about on the next episode that I have enjoyed. I have enjoyed, she said, as though it's a threat. Um, But talking about stuff that I come back to over and over, it is new dip. It is new dip, my friends. What a banger. A classic, hall of fame, just, you know, lock it up, put it away forever and ever. Pencils, eyeshadow pencils, is is there one? I mean, actually, again, Urban Decay throwback. Uh, I have been using the Urban Decay perversion pencil, the black all-nighter, 24-7, they rebrand it all the time, but the 24-7 black pencil, Um, to tightline and it's it's a banger I'd forgotten I hadn't tried it in such a long time I feel like Urban Decay's quality on the whole another brand that just brought out a new liquid blush for summer um, I feel like the quality of their products has gone down sorry to say it as someone who has loved Urban Decay for as long as she has loved makeup um, things haven't been the same since they sold to L'Oreal the eyeshadow powders and the powder eyeshadows are not the same quality. I miss the concealer pencils more than I could ever tell you. And yeah, I think that the quality of the 24 seven pencils weren't quite the same either, but they are still good. Are they as good as they used to be? I don't know. Are they as good as my dearly departed Marc Jacobs gel liners? Absolutely not. I, I mean, I can't, I can't talk about that. Maybe we'll do an episode of discontinued makeup that, that's broken our hearts, but the whole Marc Jacobs brand devastated to have lost it. I have heard it's coming back. I've seen the teaser. It better be coming back at the same quality or I will just straight up throw a fit. I'll get that lion that I've tamed with a bag of dreamies and send it over to have a word. Um, Now mascara is an easy one because I try so many mascaras. I've been through so many mascaras um, and without my beloved Marc Jacobs outlashed which I'm just eking out my last tube and I haven't got any L'Oreal lash paradise because I haven't been in the UK for a minute um but I have found myself rebuying I've rebought two different mascaras friends three but one of them I'm not really using anymore but I've rebought two mascaras I use all the time and one is the Rare Beauty mascara which I think is fantastic it's fantastic really love it and the other is The Jones Road. Now I have not enjoyed Jones Road as a brand. I've been very vocal about this. Um, I feel like I've been vindicated now. I feel like the general feeling towards Jones Road is like, what are they doing? Um, There's nothing in this. Um, But yeah, I, I love that mascara. I need to buy a new one for tour. And part of me really wants to find a new mascara to love because they don't do free shipping until you hit $85 and you can't buy it anywhere else. Locally to me, I can't get it. And then mascara, I think, is $24, which is a really, not really reasonable, but a relatively reasonable price for a mascara. But then to have to pay shipping on it and tax on it, it's going to be more than $30 for the mascara. And then I'm mad. And there isn't anything else I want from the brand to get up to the $85. $85 is disgusting for free shipping. So while I'm saying it is one of the best mascaras I've ever used, can I in good conscience rebuy it again? That's my question for you. If you have other mascaras that you love that give really big, chunky, gorgeous, going out, nighttime lashes that don't run, that I can use for tour, that's what I need it for, really. Uh, If you have any recommendations, do let me know, again, at Lindsay Kelk um, on Instagram and Twitter, because I want to know. Because I want to know. Moving on to lips. This is, this will be real quick. This real quick. Pencils, Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk. Can't use the lipstick, too brown for me. Looks like I have smeared my mouth in poo. I can't use anything with any brown in it. Nothing with any brown at all, as you all know, but the pencil for some reason, the lip, Pillow Talk pencil is a dream come true and it's the only pencil that I really ever use unless I'm doing a red lip and I'll use a red pencil. Um, and when it comes to lips, can't stop, won't stop buying Dior Lip Glow. Now, I've loved it for so long. <laughs> We've loved each other for so long. Uh, the original pink I've used forever and ever and a day. And I remember years ago um, on full coverage saying, I just wish they would bring out a clear one um, or bring out more shades in the formula because it's a formula that I love more than the pH-adjusting shade. I just love it. And they really heard that and ran with it and now there are different colours coming out every two minutes and I am constantly scrambling to justify spending $40 on a lip balm. Um, I think I have most of them... Uh, but I really do wear them all the time. If I could only wear one lip product for the rest of my life, that's what it would be. That's what it would be. I love um, the is it raspberry? I love. I love the blackberry. I want to say the coral. I've been wearing a lot lately. The cherry is really pretty for summer. It's a really sheer wash of red. Um, there've been a bunch of really pretty pinks over the last couple of years. There was the misty or pink. There's the rosewood. Um, I just really love them and I always end up going back to the original pink just for that brightening pop. It's just such a gorgeous bright pop on fair skin and fair skinned blonde hair blue eyes It is the perfect pink pop Um, or at least it is for me. Everything is subjective Uh, and it's my perfect lip and I adore it and I would not want to be without it. I don't want to live in a world where there is no dual lip glow. And I've tried all the knockoffs. I've tried all of the inspired buys and I just haven't ever found anything with the same gorgeous balmy texture. Um, Even Sally Hughes, who I did an event with not last year, it was the Christmas before, sweet Jesus, I think it was Christmas 2021, I last saw Sally, and we did an event together, and she was wearing the beige version, and Sally has been, <laughs> you'll remember when she was on the podcast, and we talked about it, and she is vehemently, virulently furious about pH shade shifting lip products, and she hated that pink more than life itself, and I saw her pull it out, and sort of went, haha you've been, you have it now, and she was like, I have the beige, and I was like, oh, damn it. But obviously it looked incredible on her because the texture and the formula is just gorgeous. So we all agree. It's amazing. And, um, if, if I could only have one luxury product, I think that's what it would be. I think that's what it would be. Even though the foundations I mentioned were very luxe, here. Um, there are definitely more bargainous foundations, actually one I didn't mention because I haven't been using it, but I did just order it. Um, because I saw it in store and they didn't have my shade and it really made me say, hey, I want to try that again and compare it to the luminous silk. And that is the wet and wild photo focus because that is a truly magnificent foundation. And we all went mad for it for a minute and then it seems like we've forgotten. So can someone who is influential on TikTok remind people that the wet and wild luminous silk foundation, luminous silk, the wet and wild photo focus foundation is a banger and we should all be using it because it's like less than 10 pounds. It's, I think, I ordered it on Amazon, not proud, um, but I ordered it on Amazon. And I put it on subscribe and save, which is like how I order my cat litter and other heavy things that I don't want to carry to my house myself, For I am a weak lady. Not true. I lift, um, but I haven't got the time to go and get these things, but I ordered it on subscribe and save. So I got a discount on it. Um, and it ended up being something like $3.80 because I think it's only $6.99 in the shop and it's always on sale in the shop, like a drugstore, you never get anything in full price. Everything's always on a sale somewhere. I can't believe... I don't know how it's so inexpensive. I don't want to know how it's so inexpensive, but I'm excited to get it and try it again. Um, But yeah, I could absolutely do that. Maybe that would be a fun episode for us to do too. I am making a lot of work for myself, but maybe we do a full drugstore face. um, Best products from the drugstore. uh, Because high-end face is easy, isn't it? But a good drugstore face has notoriously been more difficult. I think it's getting easier every day with... Brands like Essence and Elf and NYX really upping their game. Um, But let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. While you're letting me know if you would like a full Elf episode. And while you're letting me know which mascaras I should buy. But that's it. I'm going to wrap up. I'm going to wrap up. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. And this was just supposed to be a quick old chat. And I've been chatting to you already for more than an hour. So... I'm gonna end with, I've got to end with it. I feel terrible if I don't end with it, but I am gonna sing the song and I would ask you to sing it with me. Uh, If you're new here, apologies in advance for what you're about to hear. If you are not new here, I'm gonna count to three and then I'm gonna ask you to join me. One, two, three, highlight of the week. Yes, it's highlight of the, yes, yes. Where did that come from? It's time for highlight of the week. And I had to talk about this because I saw it all over the internet. I got the last tube in Target this week and I ran home, then left it in the bathroom for two days because I kept forgetting to put it on. Um, But it is the Speak of the Devil, the Elf Sun Touchable Woe Glow Broad Spectrum Sunscreen Sun Protection Makeup Primer. It's SPF 30. Everyone said, "Oh, it's an incredible dupe for bloody dupes dupe, dupe, dupe. It's an incredible dupe for the uh, super goop glow screen." Um, and I haven't tried that. I've always been touch and go with super goop. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I think a lot of what they do is fantastic. I think a lot of what they do. Is just sunscreen that you can buy much more affordably and you don't need to spend that much money on sunscreen. You just need to go to Boots or Superdrug or Target or CVS and buy sunscreen and use it all the time. Um, For your face, obviously, you have to be way more considerate. I have to wear a lot of sunscreen. I'm very pale. I have to wear at least a 30. This is a 30. Um, And I need a lighter formula or I'll break out. Uh, But this is a allegedly makeup primer and sun protection with glow in it that's fact 30 I used it I've used it the last two days it's beautiful it is beautiful it absorbs straight away uh it, it smells like sunscreen who doesn't love that uh and it has got the most stunning glow the most most stunning glow it is absolutely gorgeous and I'm truly obsessed my only word of advice would be I think to get that the SPF 30 out of it, you would have to use more than I would be comfortable using. I think we would be beyond sexy robot. We would be like Bison, Bicentennial Man. I've, I've touched the, the one robot in the world I just pulled out of my head. You would be full Ed, Edward Cullen. You would be total sparkly vampire um if you used enough, I think, because people say, you know, the, the measurement now for a face is two full fingers. um that would be a lot of this and you would be extremely sparkly so what I'm doing is using my regular sunscreen underneath and using this sort of as a belt and braces top up Um, so I'm more using it as a gorgeous glowy primer that just so happens to have a little bit of extra sunscreen in it that is delightful. If you are someone who feels like they don't need we all need sunscreen we all need it i'm sorry we do but if you're someone who feels like you don't always need something as high as a 30 perhaps you could get away with just using this um you also barely need any makeup on top of it it's absolutely gorgeous if you were doing the beach i would just do this uh if i was just out for the day i would just do this uh if i was out for a day and i had stuff to do i would do this and a little bit of concealer on top it's just stunning um and it's very affordable because it's elf so if you see it, grab it, do not hesitate. Just get your mitts on it. The, I'm gonna read it all again. God, it's like an essay. The Sun Touchable Woe Glow Broad Spectrum SPF 30 Sunscreen Sun Protection Makeup Primer by e.l.f. Skin. Um, and yeah, big fan, big fan. Can be used with or without makeup for a natural glow. That's good to know, isn't it? That's nice of them to let me know that. Can't miss it, Don't don't miss it. I absolutely love it. So that is it for this week. Um, as I said, next week, we're going to be talking about the new products that have found their way into my routine, which I think are winners that are going to stick around. Week after that, we're going to be talking about tour makeup because I'll be on my way to the UK for the book tour. And I said, I would tell you a little bit of what I've been up to. And one of those things is my new book, Love Me Do, that is out on June 20th in the UK, September 5th, I think in the US and Canada. Sorry, it's a little bit of a delay. I can't tell you why there's no reason it just is um but yeah june 20th in the uk and i am on tour so you can come and see me i'll be in meadowhall sheffield on sunday the 16th edinburgh with paige toon and lucy vine on monday the 17th tuesday the 18th in newcastle again with paige and lucy um wednesday the 19th i'll be in york in waterstones with millie johnson Thursday, the 20th, pub day, I'll be in Reading with, I can barely believe this, Jane Fallon and Adele Parks. That is going to be incredible. So if you can get to Reading on the 20th for pub day, that is going to be a fantastic event and I can't recommend it enough. Um, Friday in London, Friday the 21st, not only is Oppenheimer out, not only is Barbie out, forget that, the thing to be at, the event of the decade of the century I am going to be in conversation with Elena Armas, author of Spanish Love Deception and the American Roommate Experiment and the upcoming The Long Game. She's an icon. She's an icon. She is the moment. Um, And we're going to be in London talking on Friday, uh, July 21st. So do try and check that out. Um, We're working on a bigger venue to get tickets. So if it says it's sold out Keep an eye on it because there will be new tickets coming very soon if we're able to get a bigger venue. Um, keep an eye on my social media at Lindsay Kelp because I will confirm that when we know. Um, Saturday, July 22nd, I'm signing in Milton Keynes in Waterstones. Sunday, July 23rd, I'm signing in Blue Water, Waterstones. Monday the 24th, I'm off. Uh, but I'm not really off. I've got meetings all day and I'm doing filming stuff. But, <laughs> but I'm not doing a tour event. Tuesday the 25th I'll be in Liverpool with Lucy Vine and Daisy Buchanan and there are still tickets available for that one so don't miss out that's at Oh My hosted by Waterstones all of the information for these events is available at waterstones.com or you can go to my social media at Lindsay Kelk and all of the information is there but please 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 come along I would love to see you I would love to chat beauty with you I get a lot of messages from people saying oh I don't want to come on my own and it's like I get that I totally get that but It's such a safe space. No one will make you do anything you don't want to do. No one will make you no one will make you join in. That's my greatest fear of going anywhere on my own is that I'm going to be made to put my hand up and say where I'm from or talk to people and I don't want to because I am an anxious person. I am a nervous Nelly. I just want to be left alone. So you can totally just come, sit down, watch the event and leave. You don't even have to stay and get your book signed if you don't want to or you can just come and get your book signed and I will sign it and smile and we'll have a lovely little, hiya, how are you? And there's no pressure. Everything is lovely and friendly. Um, I met a lot of people who have made friends and... At these events and now our friends which I bloody love uh, people who come to the events together every year sometimes people arrange meetups before the events at local bars so you can go and sort of meet people beforehand if that's something you're into it's all amazing and it's all happy and everyone's welcome whether you're here to talk about wrestling because I talk about wrestling <laughs> if you want to talk about makeup talk about makeup talk about books talk about books talk about cats talk about cats talk about uh yellow jackets which is the show my husband edits we'll talk about that we'll talk about anything you want to But I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. And I can't wait to come and see you. And uh, yeah, good excuse for me to bust out some makeup, isn't it? Get the new dip out. Get the old new dip out. Make it worth its while. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm going to go. I'll speak to you really, really soon. And until then, thanks so much, friends. Bye.